You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. lightworkers-lounge.com and subscribe. I shared that I was thinking of selling Lightworkers Lounge, of handing over the keys to the Instagram, handing over the rights to the name to someone else. And the reason being is because my thoughts and my views towards spirituality have remained the same, but my approach to it has really changed. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. It's your host and friend, Stephanie Powers. I wanted to sell Lightworkers Lounge because I started to look around at the metaphorical classroom that I was in. I was sitting next to peers who were teaching this and teaching that and has a podcast about this and has a master class on that, and, and these were incredible people. It, it was really cool, but I started to feel like I was in the wrong classroom. I, I looked down at my my homeroom paper, and I was like, "Wait, is this is this the room number?" And I looked over my shoulder, and I said, "Is this is this room two two two? Is this the right? This this doesn't. I don't think I'm supposed to be in here." And as uh, clearly, I had a gift for explaining spirituality and twin flames and synchronicities and spirit animals and all the incredible topics and people that I've had on this podcast and on the Instagram community. But I just started to look around over the past couple of years and think, whoa, 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 wait, like I'm starting to get settled into this classroom. I'm getting assigned group projects and I'm looking at the syllabus thinking, wait, this isn't I don't think I'm in the right major. I don't think I'm in the right classroom. And, um, you know, when I started all of this, it, it started from a place of death. Not literal, but metaphorical. I started this community right before I got divorced. And when I started it, I had a hunch that a divorce might happen, but I did not think it. I mean, nobody actually thinks they're going to go through a divorce until it actually happens. And then you realize, oh, wait, that feeling and that thought that I did have, that was real. That wasn't just in my head. It's a real thing. And here it is. Here's the literal manifestation of those feelings. But I started to think, I love spirituality. I still pull my animal spirit cards. I still have conversations with God, with the universe. And you'll never see me start to teach Christianity like a lot of people swing over to the left and the right too. But I started to just think that I wanted to keep it private, that I didn't want to be known as a person who teaches people about popular new age esoteric practices and then I found astrology and obviously if you've been here since 2018 you have noticed quite the shift and talking about all sorts of esoteric topics to being just astrology episodes every week and you know we've lost quite a few listeners I will be completely transparent with that we still have quite the community but we have lost a good chunk 
And of course, as a business person, this is my business at the end of the day, my organization. I have to look at numbers and analyze what's going on, what's happening. And, you know, from a growth standpoint, you don't like to see a decline in numbers, but there is a little faint glow in me that likes the shift in numbers because what it is, is a loss of the group that I was moving towards. It's them going towards people who actually wanted to do this, who wanted to run a light workers lounge, who wanted to go all in with the spiritual realm. That's not me. I learned to play the acoustic guitar this summer. And when I look at videos of me playing, it first felt like, whoa, that's so awkward. I look so weird holding an instrument. And now, Jeffrey's snoozing away. Hi, baby. Hey, you're snoring. Hey. Good boy. Now that I hold the guitar and I look like I know what I'm doing and I can play chords and songs, I'm like, this looks like the most natural thing that I have ever seen. And I look, I have a novel in my head that has just been, this is my writing process. You guys know I've published two books before. I have the ideas for books years, like five to seven years before I actually push over the imposter syndrome and get my fingers on the keyboard and get it out there, put in the work to publish it. And there is a novel just like burning my now calloused fingertips from the guitar that wants to get out. And I just, I see my name on books. I see myself on book tours, meeting you guys, signing books, talking about the book, reading the book out loud to you. And I'm just like, that's it. That's where I want to go. But the book is not about being a light worker. It's not, of course, there will be many seeds planted in spirituality in this book, but it's not what I want to be known for. I don't want to host retreats with cacao and sound bowls, and this is not making fun of those practices, so don't get it twisted. Those are beautiful things. I've done them all. They're really powerful when done by the right facilitator in the correct environment, but that's not what I want to do or be known for. And so I look at Lightworkers Lounge, the podcast, and I think, well, because of how hot spirituality has gotten over the past four years, given the pandemic and just social shifts, it's become a certain color. It's become a certain thing. And there is nothing little old me can do about that. And I've talked with my closest loved ones about like, what do you think? Lightworkers Lounge is my baby. I still have the little lowercase double L cursive picture and logo. It's just, it came to me in the most spiritual, interesting, odd way ever. I was sleeping on the idea of starting a podcast back in early 2018, late 2017. And I thought, okay, I've, I don't listen to podcasts, but I guess I'll figure out how to do it. But I need a name. You got to name your show. That's the most important part. And I remember going to bed that night, just excited, just buzzing with excitement and thinking, spirit guides, angels, what should I call this thing? And around 3 a.m., I literally, kind of creepily, spookily, jumped up out of bed, just like a zombie, 
And I heard it loud and clear say, Lightworkers Lounge, as if they were like calling me to the office on an intercom. Lightworkers Lounge. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. And then I immediately saw the double L logo. And we've kind of kept up with that double letter logo with Cosmic Coconut <laughs> CC. It's this weird synchronicity that keeps following me around and, um, creating things it's a it's a wink from the universe how i know like yeah you're on the right track so see i still use spirituality in that sense i just don't want to be known for teaching it i don't really know what i want to be known for um creating art that moves people right maybe i don't know i just want to follow my heart and go with what makes me buzz like that and I think, you know, using astrology, I've got Pluto, planet of death and rebirth, entering my 10th house of career. And so as an astrologer, I've seen that and I've been like tapping my fingers on the desk like, okay, I see that. I know what that means. I think I know where this is going to go. But I mean, you're never ready to leave a relationship. You're never ready to have a child. You're never ready to say goodbye to a child or a parent or a pet. And so you know these things are going to happen, but you're never ready for them. In the universe, it just kind of places things together. It'll either rip something off and push you off the cliff, or you are blessed and lucky enough to have some lily pads and stepping stones to get to that ultimate point. But I've just felt like this is where Lightworkers Lounge is going, and you know, under this Aries full moon, we've gotten a couple of days. I'm like, what do I do with it? Do I change the name of the podcast to Astrology Talks with Steph? <laughs> Stars with Steph? <laughs> Cosmic Coconut? Just call it Cosmic Coconut? I don't know. I don't know where it will go. And I don't know why I'm sharing all of this and posting all of this. I think it's just, if you are listening to this and you're feeling confused and you're feeling like, what's next? Where do I go? What do I do? I, I want to ground myself and let you know that maybe you listen to this and look at me on social media and think, that girl's got her shit together. I don't. <laughs> I've created and succeeded in incredible things, but I wake up every day thinking, what's next? What do I do? Who am I? Where do I want to go? And I know I'm still young, yet have a little wisdom, at 34 and I've come to realize that this is this is just a feeling that floats with you for life. I'm really lucky to meet such cool people from all ages of life. I've read birth charts for 13 year olds all the way to 85 year olds. It's so cool and I can tell you with certainty that nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody wakes up and says, what do I do? How do I do this? There is no manual for life. If you read this week's What's New and Good newsletter, we talked about that, where we said, what's the meaning of life? What's the purpose of life? There are a million and one answers to this, but none of them are the truth. And so we, we have become so literal, so hyper-analytical of our behaviors, of life, of emotions, which is a beautiful thing because the generations right now who are new and millennials, they've got emotional intelligence that just blows you away. But, you know, life is such a pendulum. When we've got too much emotional intelligence, it kind of takes the fun out of being a human being, just being. 
knowing that even though you're armed with the knowledge to, do, to know better, you won't always do better. And that's okay. Just keep moving forward. Keep showing up. Keep having self-discipline in a world that has become so riddled with convenience, with things at your fingertips. Maintain this grounded rootedness and respect and self-discipline. It is so easy to talk shit about people you see on the internet, on your newsfeed, on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, but we rarely, even though we've got this emotional intelligence through all these modalities that are just at our fingertips, forget about this sometimes. So nobody knows what they're doing. Fuck it all. Do whatever makes you feel good. (laughs) It's my Sagittarius advice for the day. Um, I, I stick with teaching astrology because it's one of the oldest, most ancient sciences in the world, in the history of humans. And it's certain it's a beautiful tool to make this life just a little bit easier. It does not solve your problems. It does not make things better. As an astrologer, I'd look at upcoming transits and think, oh shit, this is going to be one for the books. But I also can be prepared with that weather forecast to say, well, let me bring an umbrella to that rainy day, right? I use astrology to leap when the net appears because I can tell that through the stars when the net is going to appear. It's such a cool thing. But I also practice respect and self-discipline for the practice and know when to let it go and not look, when to not obsess over my horoscope and my transits and my chart, when to not use my chart as an excuse for my behavior. Use it as a tool as we do everything. But we humans have gone such a pendulum swing of all or nothing. (laughs) I am either so depressed I cannot get out of bed, or I'm so hyped up on coffee and sex and drugs and social media and sugar and fast food that I've lost myself. Where's the fine balance in between? Where can I have Chick-fil-A some days, but most of the time make prepared meals at home with food I make? (laughs) I'm either living on a homestead with no electricity, disconnected from the world through my social security card away, I'm living in the middle of this city and I don't even remember what it's like to go get my own groceries because somebody delivers them to my door. We are just swinging drastically through these extremes and, you know, I think it is inherent human right to just feel lost in this crazy game of life on earth. But the more conveniences we've come up with, the more disconnected we've become to what's natural and what's real. And I think, obviously, here in my passion for this, this is what I'm going to teach. This is what I'm going to talk about. Maybe I won't even be a teacher. Maybe I won't be an influencer. I'll just be someone that creates art with my human experience. Because I tell myself it's too dark, it's too deep, it's too much. But the more I meet people through birth chart readings, the more I realize it's totally not. And in the age of social media and filters and AI... It's so easy to be who you wish you were, but who you are most definitely not on social media. And while we fulfill something, some wound within us when we do that, we're not taking into account the people that that decision of using a filter, of posting that video, that photo is affecting the eyes that see it. To ground myself in this, I always try to think of the 17,000 people that follow me on my personal account where I post images of myself. I think, would I give 
a public presentation dressed in this in front of 17,000 people in a stadium? If the answer is no, I probably shouldn't put it on the internet, right? That's just my personal belief with it. It's so bizarre. I posted something that a few of you were like, no, it's not true. But I just, I love the debate. I said, do you think there's an age where you're too old to be on social media? Because I feel like I've reached that. <laughs> and I don't know. Some people who were like in their late 30s, 40s, 50s were like, no, I love social media. I was like, well, good. Maybe it's just me then. I just feel like. I don't know. I feel like I'm too old. I feel like this is such a thing that young people should use. And then I think, no way. It's actually rotting their brain. I don't know. There Again, what's the purpose of life? What's the purpose of social media? We don't know. A million answers, none are the truth. So, yeah. I just was in the kitchen earlier peeling an orange to have for a snack. And I thought, I'm going to go sit and record an episode about what I'm thinking about right now with Lightworkers Lounge because I feel like a lot of us, as we enter, here's some astrology for you, as we enter Libra season, we're thinking about relationships, but mostly the ones to ourselves. Who are we before daughter, mother, wife, girlfriend, son, father, brother? Who are we before all of those things were our titles? So many people forget that. And I'm finding that the key to longevity, to just enjoying this very small blip in time of being a human, is remembering who you are before the world told you who to be. Because when you do, you can show up way better as a sister, as a daughter, as a mother, brother, son, father. And when you do, it affects 17,000 people. Because when you show up as a better father, your son and daughter go out and exude that energy to the world. When you show up as a present, grounded, well-rested, who knows who she is and gets a break from being mother, your children feel so nurtured that they don't go out onto the internet or out into the wrong people and try and receive love and nurturing or fix them because they already got it at home. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is Remembering who you are, feeling rooted, confident, loved in who you are is so important. And if it means that some things that you have wrapped your identity around need to go, need to die, in order for this new yet old you to be reborn again, then so it shall be. This is perfect for the Aries full moon we have in a few days. It's letting go of something that started in late March or April. We finished that chapter. Libra is the pause point in the astrological year. Pause right now and think about this. Who am I? What, who, where, what am I ready to let go of? In order to enjoy the next six months until the astrological new year in April, in order to really tap into moving towards peace, towards love, towards happiness within myself. Because that is where it all begins and it all ends, is within you. Thank you guys so much for being a part of Lightworkers Lounge and whatever it may morph into and become. Because I don't know 
I'm not gonna dwell on it. What I do know is we've created quite an incredible community here. I will never leave these airwaves. Uh-uh, oh no. <laughs> I will always be here under what name, I don't know, talking about Lord knows what with this Sagittarius traveling the world, Archer searching for more truths and spirituality. I'll always be here. And I thank you so much for rocking with me through the metamorphosis of my life. I've grown up on this microphone and continue to do so. And you guys have practiced so much grace and patience and stayed with me through it all. And I send you so much love from the heartland of America, the Midwest, until I, oh, surprise announcement. I'm moving to Texas, Rockport, Texas, the South Coast. It's beautiful down there. It's near the Mexico border. Me and JL will be down there for the winter from October 1st to April 1st. And I can't, can't, can't wait. <sighs> We're moving down there this Sunday. And I'll probably record the next episode from there. We'll see. Thank you guys for being a part of this community, a part of this family. And I'll see you next episode.